0: And don't worry, we keep it short most of the time.
1: Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners.
0: You could sign up for a one-month trial for $0.99, then only $18.99 a month after that.
1: With the digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013.
0: You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app. So you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer.
1: Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month.
0: So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash podoffer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash podoffer.
1: you're now listening to the new generation podcast i'm your host Janae avery
0: and i am your other host tanner mondock and today joining us over zoom we have donna piles who owns a construction business dc construction services um, and recently she has been uh, working on renovating homes in the Farrell area her hometown so donna thank you for coming on the show this week
2: well thank you for having me i'm glad to be able to do this
0: yeah so we're really looking forward to talking to you um about the work you're doing in your in your hometown uh we were just recently at a groundbreaking last month for a new home that's going to be coming up in Farrell. but uh before we get into that we're going to take a brief break for a word from our sponsors and we're going to get right back to talking with donna
1: Ben Visit Chevrolet is Mercer County's Truck Headquarters.
0: Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19 just south of Mercer.
1: Stop in or call Ben Visit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440.
0: At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care.
1: Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home.
0: For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org.
1: First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com.
0: At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it.
1: Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East 8th Street and Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today
0: located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or upmc.com. All right. So, I guess just to kick things off here, how did you get started with, you know, the whole home process was this something you were always interested in always working on or kind of how did all this get started
2: you know I was thinking about this because it's sort of been a process so I own another business it's the child care centers I own three of them but they were all one was renovated but two were built from the ground up Hmm. Um, and the homes that we've lived in they've both been built so we were always involved in it you know, in some way, we just weren't the primary contractors of it. Hmm. So we started by initially doing other people's homes, just renovating.
0: Right. Um,
2: and I think in, when I thought about this, it started when I got some poor work done and I got upset about it. Hmm. Um, and, we're, and we're pretty good at it. Like we've done projects for ourselves. Um, our first home wasn't finished. And yet it was we finished it. Um, so I think it's always kind of been evolving, but you—I didn't know it was evolving into this. Um, so eventually, I—I I love HGTV. I'm embarrassed to tell everybody that, but I watch it all the time. I, I get excited. <laughs> when, <laughs> I get excited when people use pieces that I've used in homes. Um, so. Ultimately what happened was I said, you know, I discussed with my partner, should we, can we buy a house and renovate it and just see how it goes. And it sold so quick. Like we, you know, we did all the work um, and it just, it just happened very quickly. So then we did the next one and then the next one. And then I realized that very young families were um, buying the homes. And I always look at the home as something that I wanted when I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So I wanted to be affordable, but I wanted to put those things into the house that we talked about doing after the fact. Like once you get the house, then we're gonna do this and do this and do this. And I was like, well, let's just do it. And then they could buy the house and they don't have to spend any additional money doing this. And I, I chose that because when I started looking at the families that were buying, The homes this is this Fayetteville is not very huge either so you can go around and ride around and see the people who actually purchased the homes and it was always young families purchasing the homes because we tried to keep them affordable Mm -hmm. Um, and of course we had to make income too but we we tried to make it very affordable for the families so I think the idea was evolving for me because I don't know. It's just important to me to give back. And I think that's just being raised by my parents, um, who always was involved in additional activities um, that involved giving back. Um, So I just think it's kind of in my nature. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, I don't really think I'm thinking about it at the time until like something like this happens and I'm having to talk about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, So that's kind of how it happened. And how we got to Pharaoh was uh, I always wanted to do something in Ferrell. Ever since the steel mills closed, and I would come home and kind of see things not going in the direction that I would have liked for them to to go, and and um, that's just normal though. When a big company's closed down or downsized, or you know, it changes the whole atmosphere of the community. And when I grew up in Ferrell everyone was working. I mean, the steel mill was running. You didn't even have to go to college and you could walk right into a job, a good paying job and be okay. My father worked at the steel mills all of his life. Well, until the steel mills closed and he ended up working at George Jr. But up until he passed away, he worked. And, and most of his life, it was at the steel mill. So it really changed the dynamics of Barrel. Um, So when I would go home, I would see it. And I remember one time really just getting really emotional about it and crying and really the idea of what can I do there? At that time, I didn't know what I could do. I, um, my background wasn't this. Um, I'm actually at LCSW and I have an MPA. So I've worked as a therapist um, or a supervisor in that, those type of um, jobs. Um, so I had discussed with the previous mayor at one time, um, Started, she wanted me, she was interested in me doing some kind of counseling or a drug and alcohol facility in that area. But to be honest, that's something you have to be on the ground for all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that I could not give my all if I um, did that, I would, I would have to move there and I couldn't because I owned a business here and I had um, children, you know, teenage children at that time, I believe um, they, they were older, but they still, I think they still needed me, but um, it was, it, it was like that. So, you know, I, I just kind of declined that, but kept thinking about it. It was always the thought um, of what can I do? How can I kind of fit my niche in there? And the construction really blossomed the idea. And I had started planning.
0: Yeah. So yeah. How long have you been away for? Like, when did you move away from Farrell to North Carolina where you're okay. at now?
2: I left, I'm not going to say right out of high school. I don't want to tell you the horrible history of me not figuring uh-huh. out what college and all of that, but I ultimately ended up um, at Penn State local campus. Um, because my mom told me I had to go to college somewhere. She didn't care where at that point. Um, then I might end up going to the main campus. So I left. Uh, so that would have been like eighty six, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came home for one year, you know, cause my career kind of blossomed. I moved around. And I came home for one year and then I left again. Mm. Um, So I guess maybe uh, 30 years, 25 to 30 years, maybe more than that. It's been a long time, Mm. but I always came home. My family is there. Right. 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 Yeah.
1: And just like you, I love HGTV as well. And I always think about like renovating houses, flipping houses, but a lot of people don't understand that there's a lot of ins and outs to the actual like process of developing a house. If you're starting with a dilapidated property or you're doing new construction. So can you kind of talk about some of those challenges that new homeowners might face when they are trying to do those renovations or some challenges that you have faced in kind of a, Uh, achieved over the years or overcome over the years
2: right well you know what that's such a great question because one of the things I learned when I started working in Farrell and talking to potential buyers of homes in Farrell because I really believe in home ownership so they I had one person tell me the story that they bought a house you know um, through the taxes when it was sold just for taxes but they didn't realize how much, how much work it was required and it had to be inspected and all those things. And it was, it was livable. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it couldn't even pass to get, you know, to do the work that they needed to do um, in the house. And then they didn't realize the cost of fixing the house up. Um, because you imagine a new furnace, <laughs> um, you know, if the wiring is poor, if the plumbing is poor, you're, you're really into the thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, you're practically paying um, paying more for that, way more for that than you bought the property for. So I, I don't think people realize the cost that goes into it and making sure that it's a safe home, which mm-hmm. is the most important thing of anything. So that's why I start there. Like I start with, is the furnace working? Is it, you know, is it, is it going to go bad in like a year? Mm -hmm. Um, I look at all of those things. Is the roof good? You know, does it need a new roof? I kind of work myself from those things to making it beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like my last part when I, and, and I try to explain that when, um, I'm doing the job because that's the most important thing is that a person can go into this house and not worry about those big costs or, um, something happening in their house. I mean, I can't even imagine my furnace going bad in the middle of winter and having to come up with that a huge amount of money to have a new furnace in your house. I mean, I would imagine people would have to move out and stay with family. Who wants, not that you don't want to be with your family, but you don't want to do all of that. You want to be able to be in your house And I I always share with the young, especially the young buyers, that you have to be putting money away because eventually something's going to happen. I I mean, I'm not a, you know, I I know that there's going to be a time that you're going to have to get something fixed. So I always talk about, we kind of get into budgeting, you know, there's, there's a whole process. So I try, if I know the buyer ahead of time, work through that process. So they really have an understanding of their finances, you know, their, um, their utilities, even though most of them pay utilities and really home ownership when, especially right now, renting is way more expensive than home ownership. Mm -hmm. And so I get into, I find myself doing those things, which I've had to do all my life because just in the jobs that I had um, or from, you know, budgeting for myself, from budgeting for my other business um making sure that when we have situations like COVID we can still function we can still survive um, hopefully until things get picked back up so it kind of worked that kind of became part of it Mm -hmm. um is that part and I'm I'm imagining that the counseling has helped with like I've been a therapist as you know for a long time so um Mm -hmm. I think those skills even though I was I'm not doing therapy professionally anymore i keep my license and all that stuff up because one day i will i think those skills have um you know have impacted the other things that i do in my life and so this is part of it
1: right and i think that's very important too because when you buy a home you never know like all the things that come with it like i recently purchased a property and it's like knowing that you have to pay taxes or just keeping up on the things Mm -hmm. and things like that so it's nice that you Equip uh, people with knowledge to you know going into the situation how to kind of you know handle it because there's a lot to handle mm-hmm. when it comes to home ownership.
2: And the mm-hmm. and the process of getting a loan or doing that process can be daunting. I mean, it could be frustrating. So I also try to just be a cheerleader as they go through that process if they haven't already done it. Mm-hmm. It, yes. it really is a process. Mm-hmm.
0: So. whenever you take a drive through Ferrell, like now, you know, you see a lot of empty lots, you see homes that are either dilapidated or just abandoned. So what are you hoping that these new homes that you're, you're building in Ferrell can kind of bring to the area and to the community?
2: Well, I mean, I'm hoping that it'll bring first the commute home ownership. So as those homes are coming up, I'm hoping that people, um, apply, um, because this was gonna make a big difference for the community. If the community is thriving in that way um, with new homes and I would like to save homes too. So believe it, I'm still um, I'm buying homes, fixing them up and selling them. So I'm I'm doing both right. um, with the goal of bringing, bring, you have to bring up the tax base in that area. Um, in order to do more for the city, hmm. um, and that requires having nice homes and people investing into those homes um, in the community. I believe that hopefully it would also bring other people to the community. It'll bring businesses to the community. When people can actually live in the community where they work, um, it's gonna you know it's gonna attract. The businesses to come there because they're going to want to live there. Right. Um, if you drive through and you see a lot of empty lots, they're not people aren't going to say, "Wow, I want to live there." Mm-hmm. Right. But if they see these nice lots, these nice homes, you know, renovated homes. I mean, I remember growing up and really the houses were well kept. People really had pride in their homes, um, and I'm not saying they don't because the ones that are still there. Most of them do, um, but I'm hoping that it will also, people who have homes there that aren't doing anything with them, I'm hoping it it um, motivates them to do more to their homes. And I say that because what, I, what does concern me is that there's individuals who bought homes there, don't live in the community and just aren't doing anything with those homes. So I'm putting that out there because that really does concern me. Yeah. I, yeah, that there's just people holding on to homes, waiting for other people to build the community up. And I'm saying do something now. Like you, you this is an opportunity for you to invest. I don't know what your situation is, but if you don't want to keep the house, I'll buy it if mm. I can afford it at time. Like so <laughs> and I'll fix it up. Right. I'll right. do my best. <laughs> you know. Um <laughs> so I'm hoping both by burning both ends that it's going to make a difference. But I mean, I know that I'm hoping that this will bring other people um, to be more involved because there's a lot of people who grew up in Ferro who are doing very well. There's people in Ferro who are doing well. Um, So it does take a team, you know, I'm just, you know, but I I guess me, me, not just me, but, you know, my family really, because they're, uh, sacrificing for us to do this, and we have projects here. So, you know, just making sure that we can continue to build, roll up, and hopefully motivate other people from that area who have left, and those still in the area to see what part can they take. I mean, they may not be able to do what I'm doing, but they can do other things. There's there's other things that people can do in the area. Mm-hmm. And, and, like- there, and honestly, there are people doing things. Let me make that clear. There are a lot of people who are who are working really hard to make change and fail, um, mm-hmm. and, and just improve it because we know what the community is. You know, we know that I call it a gem that's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And like Tanner mentioned at
1: the beginning of the episode, we had the opportunity actually coming to your groundbreaking ceremony. And it was Lovely seeing so many people from the community show up and show you so much support. So just being a native of Pharaoh and then knowing that you have the support of the community—does that make you feel?
2: Um, you know, every time I get asked a similar question, it almost makes me cry. It's humbling. I mean, I'm ex- I'm happy, um, of course, but for the community to trust me with this endeavor, it's a big. You know, it's a, it's a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it would you know, caused me so much emotion and I, but I feel really humbled. I I really do. I'm grateful that they're entrusting, um, this, this responsibility to me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just humbled, I guess. It makes me emotional sometimes because, you know, my friends who have heard me talk about this stuff, for years like I didn't even realize how much I talked about it <laughs> until there was a said you remember what you taught you you actually you know it actually has come into fruition so I'm humbled I'm excited you know I just hope change continues
0: so I guess as we um as we approach the end of this episode um you know we touch on a lot but if, if there's anything else that you'd like to get across before we wrap things up you have the floor
2: Oh, wow. Um, I like the question part when you ask the question. Um,
0: I know, we're putting on the spot with this one. (laughs)
2: Um, I'm just, I guess I'm just excited. I I appreciate the opportunities that people have given me, but I also appreciate the community. I'm not really a person that does this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I just kind of just do it. So, um, I'm just hoping that it, it brings, you know, more to Faro that people really get an opportunity to see the people that actually live there. Um, I feel like it gives a bad rap sometimes and I'm hoping that to be a part of that change um, because it really is a great community. There's so many people who really care about Pharaoh, the people who live in Pharaoh. I might have lots of family that still live there that love that area. So um, just as much as I do, mm. I'm just hoping that it continues to grow, um, that more people get involved. Um, I wanna, you know, I wanna thank the government, the you know, the people involved that made this decision. I'm grateful. I'm really, really grateful that um, they're seeing you know what I see or or they already saw it and I just kind of jumped in and said, I see it too. <laughs> so um I'm just really grateful. I you know the the city manager and Mayor Dawes have been so supportive of me. Um where I've you know called and, and talked with them. Um I I knew of the mayor prior but we, we, she's older than older than me. She's going to be probably be mad that I said that, but she's <laughs> older. <laughs> so we didn't run in the same circles, uh, you know? um It wasn't until I, you know, brought this idea to her what I, what I was going to do. And of course she probably thought whatever she, is she going to do this or not, but then to start doing it and then to see her like, okay, she's doing this and really kind of support w- what I was doing. And then for this, when I met the city manager, he has been fantastic because with these programs, I had to learn them once this project came available and I decided I think I could do this. Um, He really has walked me through um, this process. And um, I just want to say that um, I want people to go and apply. there's other programs out there. Not they don't just have this program, and i I wish I would have wrote the name of it. But there's also programs for home improvement in that area, um, and I'm hoping that more people will look at what the commu- what the city offers to help build the community. That's why I me mean, I call it a hidden gem because I think people just don't know. And we're, they're doing their best to try to get that information out to the community that there are other opportunities to improve Faro. It's just people aren't aware of it. Okay.
1: Um, and if people want to look at the properties that you have for sale, um, is there a website that they can access? How do you go about like, that process?
2: Well, they can actually contact Fontanese Green. She is the realtor that I work with on a regular basis. Um, You can go on her uh, Facebook page um, and I don't have her direct webpage off the top of my head, unfortunately, but um, they can contact Fontenise Green um, or they can contact me and I will uh, forward the information to her. Um, So that's how they can do it. And you could, yeah.
0: Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show this week. Um, and of course, thank you for all the work you're doing too, back home. I know you're all the way over in North Carolina now. So it's cool, you know, for you to able to still give back to where you, where you started. Um, but yeah, so thanks again for coming on the show this week. And that'll do it for the new generation podcast. We are here every Saturday. Uh, you know where to find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and SharonHerald.com. And of course, there's the New Generation Sports Reports, which is back now. The new episode is out right now. So if you missed it, go check it out now. Um, And we will have that episode out every Wednesday. So, Donna, I want to thank you again. And thank you all for listening.